We would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR, FM 101.9, or on your computer, CITR.ca for live streaming. My name's Gavin Walker, and we have some of the very best in jazz music this evening until well after midnight. And, of course, we always start our show with our jazz feature. And, of course, we're going to have quite a wide variety of music tonight on the show. But our jazz feature is um, somewhat special because it was recorded right here in Canada in the city of Montreal. And it featured uh, mostly all Montreal-based musicians. This is a rather rare item, um, and it is... Our jazz features this month, of course, are trumpet players. Trumpet players who deserve a little wider recognition. They're either under-recorded, under-appreciated, and rather overlooked. And this gentleman should not be overlooked. His name is Ted Curzon. And most people remember Curzon's incredible tour of duty with Charles Mingus in the early 60s, and uh, Ted was on several classic Mingus recordings. He didn't stay with Mingus all that long, about six months, but um, Mingus had made his first European tour with Ted Curson in the band. Uh, It was an exceptional band um, in 1960. Mingus had never been overseas uh, with, uh, with a band, and, of course, he had Ted Curson on trumpet and Eric Dolphy, um, the talented Los Angeles-born multi-instrumentalist, alto saxophone, flute, bass clarinet, you name it, and the great Booker Irvin on tenor, all those three horn players on the front line, along with Danny Richmond on drums and Mingus on, uh, playing bass and occasionally piano. So that particular band uh, did a whole series of recordings during that period, and Ted Curzon certainly shone very brightly. He was encouraged. He was born in Philadelphia and learned how to play there um, and developed uh, pretty heavy skills on the trumpet. And he was heard in 1956 by Miles Davis, of all people. And, And Miles said, you know, get your ass to New York City because... Uh, With a talent like yours, you can't miss. And, of course, uh, in a few years after paying his dues, sitting in uh, jam sessions and being tested and all the kind of stuff that a musician did in New York, Ted Curson finally got to record with, of all people, uh, Cecil Taylor. And then, of course, after that, he joined Charles Mingus. And then after his tour with Mingus, Ted Curson pursued his own career, as a band leader, and of course, put together some incredible bands, and spent um, a lot of time over in Europe. And I think this is maybe one of the reasons why Ted wasn't as widely recognized as a lot of other trumpet players, because he did uh, spend a lot of time overseas, and he recorded prolifically over there with uh, great European musicians, and. Uh, He went on to a very long career and lived to a a ripe old age of 77. Uh, He passed away 
um, November 4th, 1912. He was born June the 3rd, 1935. So we moved to our jazz feature recording. Ted Curson was invited uh, to spend a little time in the city of Montreal in 1962. And he put together this band made up of basically Montreal-based musicians. They were all living in Montreal at the time. His front-line partner was a wonderful alto saxophonist who had studied with Jackie McLean. And this is, as far as I know, this man's only recorded um, appearance. And his name is Al Doctor. Al Doctor was uh, a handsome fella, uh, looked like Harry Belafonte, and lived in Montreal for about a year and a half and was a big part of the Montreal, local Montreal jazz scene. Um, Al was very well educated. As a matter of fact, he got his doctorate. So um, you could actually call him Dr. Doctor. Um, anyway, um, Al Doctor um, applied to uh, the University of um, North Carolina in Greensboro and got a, uh, a, prof, uh, a position as professor of music there. And, of course, um, he never recorded again, as far as I know, and um, he is probably retired by now and, and so on. Uh, there's not really no information as to... Uh, um, whatever happened to L. Doctor. So this is his only appearance on record. And he sounds uh, really good. He sounds, uh, you can hear the Jackie McLean influence. Uh, L. was a raw um, forward uh, player, and he's a perfect frontline partner for Ted Curson. And um, the rest of the musicians, of course, were all very well known on the Montreal jazz scene, legendary pianist. Uh, who left us at a fairly young age. He was a genius. Uh, he's playing piano here. His name is Maury Kay. Maury was a classically trained uh, pianist and, of course, a wonderful musician. I think um, people talked about Maury that he would probably be the greatest piano player, jazz pianist that Canada had ever produced. But unfortunately, uh, Maury fell upon... Um, some of the things that uh, a lot of jazz musicians fell into, drugs and that sort of thing, and so it kind of curtailed his career. But he's brilliant on this uh, particular um, album and this particular concert. On bass is a gentleman named Charles Biddle. And Mr. Biddle, of course, um, in later years, had a jazz club in Montreal that lasted many, many years, it was known as Biddle's, and of course um, uh, Charles Biddle played there um, with uh, uh, a lot of gigs and backed up a lot of people. But he was a wonderful bass player and a big part of the Montreal jazz scene. On drums was his favorite drummer, Charlie Duncan, and a very fine um, drummer. All of this was recorded at a little hall on... Um, very uh, acoustically friendly hall, much like the Vancouver East Cultural Center, and the hall was called L'Hermitage, and it was on Cotonage Road in Montreal. And um, 
This album is entitled Live at the Tête de l'Art, because that's what they call the, um, uh, the jazz uh, presentation. And it came out on Trans World Records. It's kind of a rare item. It was all recorded in concert on September 15, 1962. Now, Ted Curzon is an incredibly uh, authoritative trumpet player. Um, you'll, you'll hear his style. He's very outgoing. And he really had his own sound and his own concept. And uh, unfortunately, as I said, he, Ted didn't get the recognition he so richly deserved, a wonderful musician. He appeared in Vancouver. Brian Nation um, brought him here um, when Brian ran his Vancouver Jazz Society, and Ted Kirsten came in with uh, um, his group, and that was a, a wonderful uh, appearance here in Vancouver. And that was ab- about 1975 or six, as I remember. And um, Ted was certainly... Uh, a formidable uh, musician and impressed every, everyone here, with not only with his good humor, but his uh, incredible playing. So we get to the music here. All the compositions are by Ted Curson, And we open with a piece of music called Cracklin' Bread. And then we move to uh, tune number two called Ted's Tempo. Tune number three is called The Playhouse March. And two number four is called Straight Ice. And two number five is entitled Quicksand. So once again, on trumpet and leading the band is Ted Curson. On alto saxophone, Al Doctor. On piano, Maury Kay. On bass, Charles Biddle. And on drums, Charlie Duncan. And here's the music and our jazz feature artist this evening, Ted Curson.
Our jazz feature this evening, recorded in Montreal on September 15th, 1962, and from an album called Live at La Tête de l'Art, and that was recorded um, at uh, a hall on Côte de Neige Boulevard called L'Hermitage, and the band was led by the great and sadly unheralded trumpeter Ted Curson. Ted was born in uh, Philadelphia and worked with Mingus, uh, Cecil Taylor, all kinds of people recorded um, prolifically under his own name and yet uh, and spent a lot of time over in Europe and of course um, he just he just is one of those people that's not mentioned often enough when it comes to distinctive and very very fine exponents of the trumpet and here he's leading a band of um, all Montreal residents uh, at the time uh, an expatriate uh, was the alto saxophonist, the legendary Al Doctor. And uh, this is only recording, um, the only recording that Al Doctor ever appeared on. Um, he was in Montreal for about a year and a half. He was originally from New York City. And uh, he had um, established his uh, university uh, credentials and took a posting um, a professorship at uh, the University of North Carolina in Greensboro. And um, nothing more really was uh, heard about Al Doctor uh, in terms of uh, recorded music or performance or anything else. But I'm sure he had a, a good, long, productive life. And uh, he'd be in his 80s now, so maybe he's not with us anymore. But anyway, you, you heard him on this record. Uh, he was a student of Jackie McLean's. And so, of course, he sounds... Um, a little bit like Jackie, and has that uh, very fervent approach to the alto saxophone. So he was a very fine frontline partner for Ted Curson. On piano, another Montreal legend, classically trained, uh, wonderful uh, pianist who discovered jazz in his teens and just moved away from classical music to perform jazz, and I think had... Um, Substance abuse not interfered with his life. Maury Kay would have become one of Canada's greatest jazz pianists. And uh, he's here on this recording. Maury Kay on piano. On bass, a gentleman who had a long-standing nightclub in Montreal for many, many years, a jazz club, Charles Biddle on bass. And on drums, Charles Biddle's favorite drummer, Charlie Duncan. And uh, all of these musicians were residents of Montreal at the time, and all put together by trumpeter Ted Curson. And we heard five of Ted's compositions. First one was entitled Cracklin' Bread. That opened the set. Then we moved to uh, um, an up-tempo, exciting up-tempo piece of music called Ted's Tempo. And then we moved to one called The Playhouse March, and tune number four was entitled Straight Ice. And tune number five was entitled Quicksand. So these five compositions by Ted Curson. And the only drawback on this recording was uh, it uh, really wasn't up to um, recording quality standard. 
um, that uh, some of the uh, I have a feeling that it wasn't professionally recorded and uh, it was issued on a small label called Trans World Records so there you go so it, it definitely wasn't a Blue Note album uh, in terms of sound quality or an RCA Victor album, but uh, the music was first rate. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the trumpet stylings and the compositions and the band led by the late, great Ted Curson. Ter- uh, Ted lived uh, 77 years, and uh, he passed away November 4th, 2012. And, of course, made a sizable contribution to jazz music and one of the most distinctive uh, trumpeters on the scene. And, uh, again, uh, a little bit overlooked, sad to say. Ted Curson. All right. That was our jazz feature, and we hope you enjoyed it. You are listening, of course, to uh, CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, CITR.ca for live streaming. My name's Gavin Walker, and we'll be back with some great, and I do mean great, Sonny Rollins recordings in a very few moments right after these important messages. Sequential Circus is back on Saturday, November 17, 2018. With over 11 years of history, Sequential Circus delivers Vancouver's best in live electronic music, straight from the underground. Sequential Circus is a live electronic music showcase featuring music performances by AVR, Big Zen, Lazy D, Ridilin, Sarah Gold, and Tokiomi. Visual projections by Dermot Glennon, and much more. So put on some dancing shoes and join us at 10 p.m. on Saturday, November 17th at Open Studios at 252 East 1st Avenue for a night to remember, ages 19 plus with ID. Are you considering a master's degree? Launch your career with a master's in digital media. It's offered by UBC, SFU, Emily Carr, and BCIT. And you get to work with the industry to learn essential collaboration, leadership, and teamwork skills while building digital media products. Attend an information session at the Center for Digital Media on November 15th. For more information, visit the cdm.ca. That is thecdm.ca. look at the weather. Tonight is a few clouds with a low of three, and uh, those clouds will be increasing, and tomorrow it's going to be cloudy with a 40% chance of a shower in the morning and then periods of rain in the afternoon and windy with uh, highs up to nine. Then uh, on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it's going to rain all three days. And the range in temperature goes from about uh, the low of 7 
to about a high of 10, not a whole lot of range in temperature, but uh, wet weather for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then a break on Saturday. We're going to have a mix of sun and cloud with a low of 6 and a high of 11. And then back to cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower on Sunday, a low of 5 and a high of 11. So uh, we're getting into November and that kind of weather. So there you go. And uh, that's... That's the way it is. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Sonny Rollins, the great tenor saxophonist who is still very much with us, although he doesn't play anymore. Uh, He has retired from active playing. But Sonny Rollins recorded uh, all kinds of uh, albums, um, many of them classics. And, of course, his performances on those albums. Sonny was always uh, denigrated his own performances. Um, He doesn't like to listen to any of his uh, recorded output. Um, as a matter of fact, because uh, he always f- feels uh, that he could have done better. And, of course, that, uh, that's a tribute to his uh, artistic modesty. But the fact is th- is that uh, Sonny, of course, there is no recording by Sonny Rollins that is anything less than interesting. And uh, some are... Uh, most of them are excellent, but there are some that are absolutely great, and I have just picked out three performances from three different albums that I consider great performances. Maybe you'll agree, and if you've never heard some of these before, I'm sure some of you have heard these before, but maybe not. We're going to begin with one of my uh, a selection from one of my favorite Sonny Rollins albums. It was done in um, a couple of hours in the afternoon of September of 1957 in New York City. Um, and this is Sonny from his album Nuke's Time. Nuke is Sonny Rollins' nickname because he bore a resemblance to uh, the famous baseball player Don Newcomb. So somebody uh, gave him the nickname of Nuke. And uh, so that's how come the, uh, the title of this album, Nuke's Time. Anyway, this is a track from Nuke's Time. Of course, Sonny put together a quartet of uh, uh, absolutely superb musicians with Wynton Kelly on piano, Doug Watkins on bass, and the great Philly Joe Jones on drums. And uh, this is a, a tune dedicated to Philly Joe. It's called simply Blues for Philly Joe. And we're going to follow that up with a ballad performance um, with, um, from a, a few years later with Sonny on tenor saxophone, Herbie Hancock on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Roy McCurdy on drums. And we're going to hear Thelonious Monk's most famous tune, Round Midnight. And then following that, we're going to go to an album called Sonny Rollins on Impulse. And this features pianist Ray Bryant, 
bassist Walter Booker and the great Philadelphia drummer Mickey Roker. And we're going to hear a tune, a standard tune, called Three Little Words. So we begin back in 1957 with Blues for Philly Joe. Three great performances by Sonny Rollins.
Three incredible performances by the great Sonny Rollins. And we opened with, from his 1957 album on Blue Note Records called Nukes Time, Sonny with Winton Kelly on piano, Doug Watkins on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. And we heard a piece of music dedicated to Philly Joe, composed by Sonny called Blues for Philly Joe. Next piece of music was Round Midnight with Herbie Hancock on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Roy McCurdy on drums. And, of course, Thelonious Monk's most famous composition, Round Midnight. And finally, we heard uh, an old standard called Three Little Words, played by Sonny on tenor saxophone with Ray Bryant on piano, Walter Booker on bass, and Mickey Roker on drums, and uh, an incredible performance uh, of that particular tune, Three Little Words, from uh, Sonny's album on Impulse Records called On Impulse, Sonny Rollins. Three great performances by Mr. Rollins. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or, of course, live streaming, CITR.ca. I'd just like to remind you that uh, UBC Press and Neptune Records still has that uh, great book by Dr. Marion Jago called Live at the Cellar. And that is a wonderful uh, document composed um, and written with great care for accuracy and all kinds of uh, incredible details about um, part of Vancouver's cultural history. And, of course, documenting uh, the center of everything was the original cellar, which existed um, where that new building, Rise, is. That's where the original cellar was. Uh, and it existed from 1956 until 1964, and in its original form. And, of course, it was uh, resuscitated a couple of times uh, some years later, but the original version, uh, the original cellar, was 
became uh, widely known as one of the finest jazz clubs. And, of course, it was, um, was a cultural center as well. Um, there were some avant-garde plays produced down there, poetry, um, all kinds of things. And it was uh, really um, the beginning of Vancouver's, um, or part of Vancouver's cultural renaissance, beginning in the late 50s. So this is a great book, and it's written by Dr. Marion Jago. And it is available, Triple W, UBC Press. And, of course, you can uh, check, and I'm sure they still have some available copies at Neptune Records up on Main Street, 20th and Main. So that's a wonderful book and um, will give you a whole history of Vancouver um, at a particular time and place. Live at the Cellar. We're going to turn now to some very fine music by the late, great Mose Allison. And he celebrated a birthday uh, yesterday, November 11th. Uh, Mose died November 15th, 2016. He was 89 years old and a wonderful musician, great piano player, and, of course, composer and singer of all kinds of wonderful tunes. Uh, this album was recorded um, in England with Roy Babington on bass and Mark Taylor on drums and, of course, Uncle Mose at the piano, and he's going to sing some songs for you, beginning with one called Everybody's Crying Mercy, and we're going to carry on with a few Mose Allison selections. So sit back and enjoy Mose Allison. I can't believe the things I'm seeing I wonder about some things I've heard Everybody's crying mercy When they don't know the meanings of the word A bad enough situation Is sure enough getting worse everybody's crying justice just as long as that business first toe to toe touch and go give a cheer get your souvenir people running in circle don't know what they're headed for everybody's crying peace on earth just as soon as we win this war so straight ahead knock them dead pack your kit Choose your hypocrite You don't have to go to Off-Broadway To see something plain absurd Everybody's crying mercy When they don't know the meaning of the word 
Thank you. This one was done by Nat King Cole back in the 40s when he had a jazz trio. It was written by J. Russell Robinson. Baby, we two can't get along. I'm never right, you're never wrong. So meet me at no special place, and I'll be there at no particular time. Baby, you just ain't common sense. Mixing up love with arguments. So meet me at no special place, and I'll be there at no particular time. I'm all fit up on stormy weather. I'm going west, June. Here's hoping I see you never. Cause if I do, it will be too soon I'm all fed up on your advice Missing you will be paradise So meet me at no special place And I'll be there at no particular time You better bring along your glasses In case I'm hard to find You'll wish you could see before you As well as you can see behind One thing a man just can't excuse You don't like the way I sing the blues So meet me at no special place And I'll be there be right there. I will be there at no particular time. Ever since the world ended, I don't go out as much. People that I once befriended just don't bother to stay in touch. Things that used to seem so splendid don't really matter today. It's just as well the world ended. It wasn't working anyway. Ever since the world ended, there's no more Bible Belt. Remember how we all pretended, going around lying about the way we felt. Every rule has been amended. 
There's no one keeping score. It's just as well the world ended. We couldn't have taken much more. Ever since the world ended, there's no more black or white. Ever since we all got blended, there's no more reason to fuss and fight. Dogmas that we once defended no longer seem worthwhile. Since the world ended, I face the future. With a written by Willie Dixon. <laughs> Everybody's talking about the seventh son. In the whole round world, there was only one. I'm the one. Yes, I'm the one. I'm the one, I'm the one, the one they call the seventh son. I can tell your future, it will come to pass. I can do things for you, make your heart feel bad. Look in the sky, predict the rain. I can tell when a woman's got another man. I'm the one. Yes, I'm the one. I'm the one, I'm the one, the one they call the seven son.
I can talk these words that would sound so sweet. I can talk these words that would sound so sweet. They will even make your little heart skip a beat. I can heal the sick, raise the dead. I can heal the sick, raise the dead. I can make your little girl stalk out of the head. I'm the one. Said and done. I'm the one, I'm the one, the one they call the seventh son. We heard a group of pieces um, played by the great late Mose Allison with uh, Roy Babington on bass and Mark Taylor on drums and recorded at the Pizza Express in London, in jolly old England, in uh, January of 2000. And we heard, of course, Everybody's Crying Mercy, and then the Nat King Cole favorite, Meet Me at No Special Place. And then we heard Ever Since the World Ended. And we ended with, uh, of course, uh, Moe's version of Willie Dixon's great tune, The Seventh Son. Mr. Moe's Allison, who celebrated a birthday anniversary on November 11th. And, of course, uh, as I mentioned before, he, uh, he passed away in 2016. He was 89 years old. And, of course, uh, a great many years of performing and delighting audiences everywhere. We're going to turn now to a group of musicians who will be playing tomorrow night at the Chan Center right out here at the University of British Columbia. And I'm talking about the band called Still Dreaming, led by Joshua Redman, one of the leading voices of the tenor saxophone today. Joshua is the son of Dewey Redman, and Dewey, his dad, was a big part of a band called Old and New Dreams that uh, was formed with trumpeter Don Cherry, um, Dewey, of course, Eddie Blackwell on drums, and Charlie Hayden on bass. And, uh, of course, Joshua, um, although he didn't know his dad in his young years, he, he came to know his dad later on in life, and, of course, um, he felt that uh, his dad's style of music is something that he would like to keep going. And Joshua, of course, has, has explored all facets of, uh, of music, but this um, particular band is unique, and it's the same instrumentation as Old and New Dreams, just some different people. And it features Joshua on tenor saxophone, uh, Cornetist Ron Miles, uh, Scott Colley on bass, and Brian Blade on drums. Tickets are still available, and this band will be performing at the Chan Center tomorrow evening. That's Tuesday at 8 p.m., uh, November 13th, of course. And um, it's a concert that uh, many people should not miss. But I thought uh, they have this wonderful album out. And I thought that I would uh, play you a few tracks from it because I know they'll be playing uh, some of these tunes live tomorrow night. 
So we begin with uh, Joshua Redman composition called Unanimity, and then we're going to follow that with uh, one dedicated to the late bassist Charlie Hayden, and it's called Blues for Charlie. And then we're going to follow that with um, one actually written by Charlie Hayden called Playing, and then we're going to end with an Ornette Coleman composition called Come Il Faux. So a whole bunch of selections from this uh, album that came out on non-such records called Still Dreaming. Joshua Redman, and we begin with unanimity.
That's a band led by tenor saxophonist Joshua Redman. And the band is entitled Still Dreaming. And as I mentioned before, they'll be performing tomorrow night, and tickets are still available at the Chan Center right out here at uh, UBC. And uh, you can go on to the Chan Center website, and uh, you can purchase tickets and do all that kind of stuff um, if you would like to hear more of this music. They'll be performing there, this very same band, uh, tomorrow evening, Tuesday, November 13th at 8 p.m. at the Chan Center. So we heard a group of t- compositions from this album featuring Joshua Redman on tenor saxophone, Ron Miles on cornet, Scott Colley on bass, and Brian Blade on drums. And that's the exact same band that we'll be playing tomorrow evening at the, at the Chan. And I'm sure they'll be doing some of these uh, compositions as well. We opened with Unanimity, written by Joshua Redman. And then the second tune was another Redman composition dedicated to bassist, the late bassist Charlie Hayden, entitled Blues for Charlie. And then we heard a Charlie Hayden composition called Playing. And finally, uh, an anthem by Ornette Coleman entitled Come Il Faux. Joshua Redman, tenor saxophone, Ron Miles, cornet, Scott Colley, bass, and Brian Blade on drums. Still Dreaming is the name of the band. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or, of course, on your computer, and that's CITR.ca for live streaming. We're going to turn now to a marvelous album by a piano player who I think is terribly underrated. Um, He was on the scene during the 50s and 60s, and uh, he's one of those musicians who's kind of overlooked, and he's a most distinctive uh, piano player. I'm talking about the late, great Bobby Timmons. Bobby passed away at age 38 in 1974, sad to say. But he was a jazz messenger and, of course, uh, went out and formed his uh, own piano trio, made a, uh, a slew of albums for Riverside Records, Prestige Records, and uh, was, uh, I think, a very overlooked piano stylist. He's also a great composer. We're going to hear two of his compositions from a wonderful album that he did called Soul Time. And it features... Blue Mitchell on trumpet, Bobby Timmons on piano, and the great Sam Jones on bass, and Art Blakey on drums. And all of this was recorded in New York City in August of 1960. We're going to hear the title track from the album called Soul Time. That's a a neat tune uh, by Bobby. And then we're going to hear one that... uh, was played very often by the Jazz Messengers and other bands as well. It's another Bobby Timmons composition called So Tired. So here is Bobby and Company, Soul Time. Whoa, Gavin Walker, you programmed the wrong tune. So we'll get to the right tune 
and the title track, Soul Time. Here we go. Thank you. 
Bobby Timmons, wonderful pianist, composer who uh, wrote those two tunes. That's from an album called Soul Time, and uh, was issued on uh, Riverside Records with um, Blue Mitchell on trumpet, Bobby Timmons at the piano, Sam Jones on bass, who today was celebrating a birthday anniversary. Sam was born in Florida on this day in 1924, and um, it's his birthday today. Born in Jacksonville and uh, died in New York City December 15th. 1981, died of cancer. He was only 57, one of the great bass players. And, of course, he's heard uh, to full advantage on this. And on drums, the great Art Blakey. So we heard two compositions, the first one, Soul Time, and the second one, So Tired, written by Bobby Timmons. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9. My name's Gavin Walker. And, of course, we're live streaming at citr.ca, and we shall return right after a couple of announcements with some uh, music by the great Hammond organist Don Patterson. CITR 101.9 FM and Discorder presents 24 Hours of Student Power, a full day's worth of delicious content produced, hosted, and brought to you by students. Join us between Thursday, November 15th and Friday, November 16th, 9 p.m. to 9 p.m. Make sure to tune in from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Friday, November 16th for live performances from Girl Snails, Turnesh, and other student bands. All of this freshly baked content right here on CITR 11.9 FM. Sweet Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Wouldst thou come when I called thee? Yea, Benedict. Only foul words, and thereupon I will kiss thee. Foul words are but foul wind, and foul wind is but foul breath, and foul breath is noisome. Therefore I will depart unkissed. <laughs> Spend an evening in Venice with UBC Theater and Films Much Ado About Nothing, welcoming the 2018 Italian Cup Soccer Champions into their Grand Canal Palazzo for a month of feasting, cavorting, and, and merrymaking. Some Cupid kills with arrows, some with traps. It's will they, won't they, and what the hell just happened? Join us November 8th to the 24th at 7.30 p.m. at the Frederick Wood Theatre. Tickets at theaterfilm.ubc.ca. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. We're going to turn things over to one of the great masters of the Hammond organ. He happens to be my favorite Hammond organist, the late and wonderful Don Patterson. And here he is with um, Booker Irvin, Charles Mingus's favorite tenor saxophonist, and Billy James on drums. Booker Irvin, of course, uh, 
really um, uh, what a wonderful and most identifiable voice. These are two compositions by Don Patterson. The first one is called Sister Ruth, and the second one is called Donald Duck. Don Patterson. Thank <laughs> you. 
The great Hammond organist Don Patterson, along with the fiery Booker Irvin on tenor saxophone and Billy James on drums. And we heard two tunes, uh, the first uh, written by Don Patterson. The first one was called Sister Ruth, and the second one, the blues, was called Donald Duck. The great late Hammond organist Don Patterson. We haven't finished with the Hammond organ yet. We're going to play three rare tracks featuring two saxophone players, um, Marvin Cabell on tenor saxophone and saxello, and the great George Coleman on tenor saxophone, along with Leroy Williams on drums, and Big John Patton on the Hammond organ. And uh, these are three rare tracks that uh, were previously unissued, and we're going to hear them now. Uh, They're all John Patton compositions. The first one is called Buddy Boy, and the second one is called 2J, and the third one is called Sweet P. So here, then, the Hammond organ stylings of Big John Patton and company.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Well, we're paying tribute to uh, a couple of the masters of the Hammond organ. We first heard Don Patterson, and on those three selections that we just heard, Big John Patton, one of the great uh, Hammond organists, along with two tenor saxophonists, Marvin Cabell and George Coleman. And Leroy Williams was on drums, and of course Big John on the Hammond organ. We heard three um, tunes written by Big John Patton. The first one was called Buddy Boy. The second one was called 2J. And the third one was entitled Sweet P. Big John Patton. Here is one of my very favorite Chet Baker performances. And this was one of his very last concerts before his untimely passing in 1988. And this was with the um, a big European big band, the NDR big band, and Chet playing. I love the arrangement of this. This is a very famous tune written by Miles Davis. And, of course, it's all blues. And uh, Chet does this tune proud.
That was the great Sir Roland Hanna on piano with Richard Davis on bass and Louis Hayes on drums. And, of course, the tune was Softly as in a Morning Sunrise. And so concludes another edition of The Jazz Show. And, of course, I should mention before that uh, the great late Chet Baker uh, with the um, NDR big band backing him up on a beautiful rendition of Miles Davis's All Blues. So with All Blues and Softly as in the Morning Sunrise, that's it for tonight's edition of The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or, of course, live streaming on CITR.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we hope to see you uh, in seven days' time. We uh, start the show every Monday night here at CITR at 9 p.m. So take care, enjoy yourselves, and it's fun to be living in Vancouver, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Bye-bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.